Welcome to Inaccurate Opinions, a show hosted by two of the most legitimate men in the world. Everything you're about to hear is undoubtedly correct and without error. I'm Cincinnati, mayor of Mega City One. With me is Jake Bahama, janitor of the Hall of Justice. Sit back, relax, inhale illicit narcotics. It's time for a stint in the ISO cube. Tonight, we talk about Dread. The movie came out in 2012, directed by Pete Travis. Don't really... Haven't that's seen all we any got. of his other movies. That's, that's, I'm that's not, really about it. Not gonna lie. Um, Carl Urban plays the main character, Judge Dredd, based on a comic book. Um, the comic book. Or the Judge Dredd. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, what did you say her name was? Olivia Thurbly? Thurbly. Thur- Hang on, let Thurbly. me read Thurlby? T-H-I-R-L-B-Y. If you really want to know how it's pronounced, you can look it up. Yeah, probably from... I don't know. I Don't even try. <laughs> don't yeah. even try, dude. Don't say probably from South Africa. <laughs> no, she looks... I My bet is Australian, dude. Charlize Theron is from South Africa. Okay, but I'm saying my bet is Australia. Oh, well. Anyhow. Olivia... Blah, blah, blah. Thoroughly. <laughs> Olivia Thoroughly plays Anderson. Judge Anderson. She passed. Spoiler alert. Did she, though? <laughs> I mean, we'll get into that. How about that? <laughs> we'll get into that. Anyhow. Lena Headley plays Mama. Hetty. The... Dude, that's the opposite of Blazing Saddles, bro. <laughs> and and Hedy Lamar. It's Headley. <laughs> that's like the whole joke of Blazing Saddles, Okay, Lena Hetty, Mama. Yeah, the the main bad of the movie sells. Baddie. Um, hmm. Baddie. Yeah, bad guy. Well, you said main bad. It's baddie. Well, that's how it usually goes. Well, you get it though. I mean, I got it. Okay. Well, come on. Um, produces a. Uh, what would you say? It's like a. It's a drug, pretty much, but. Slow mo. Is it? It's not a hallucinogen. It's um, slow mo. I would say it is because you're perceiving time slowly. That's why they call it slow mo. Yeah, very original name. You forgot Wood Harris, dude. Yeah, I was. I was getting the wood. Wood. I was getting to him. What a name. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was the. Uh, well, he was in Remember the Titans. He was yeah. the the star football player. Or his white white friend got paralyzed or whatever happened to him. I know you haven't seen the movie. No, I haven't. He like got hit by a car or something. Nice. Yeah, but he plays K. Uh, K. A. Even though, dude, if he if like his name was never mentioned in the entire movie, like it wouldn't matter to me because like yeah, I I I, I wouldn't recognize was like so <laughs> inconsequential. It was kind of like. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just like, it was like Finn from Star Wars, dude. They did absolutely nothing with his character. 
yeah, he was he was movie. just kind of there, you know. He, exactly. Uh, and he was just like, they didn't get any information out of him. You know what we do with <laughs> girls like you? And then like, she like gets in his head and just knows everything. There's another. I don't know. We'll talk about that later too, because that's that's another fucking pet peeve of mine. Yeah. Well, anyhow, the 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 movie opens up, you know, and it's Judge Dredd talking about, you know, what what's kind of happened and in kind of a cheesy yeah monologue, but yeah, and what what's happened to the world, sort of like they don't really explain it at least well enough, in my opinion. And I don't as a non Judge Dredd reader, I could see how yeah, and it's and not enough. Judge Dredd is a comic book. If you know, we hadn't said that yet, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, dude, I think to the average viewer, like you're not gonna know it's a comic book because when you first told me about the movie, you were like, "Is this movie about this uh, guy who's judge, jury, and executioner?" On the spot, city on the spot, yeah. And then you were like, It's a comic book, and I was like, That's pretty cool. But, like, had you not, had you never told me that it was a comic book, I would have never knew. Like, yeah, I could see that. Well, because it's not your average comic book movie. Because, like, obviously, with all the superheroes, you know that they have that they come from a comic book, yeah. Movies like Dread and uh, I don't know, some other ones. Other comic book characters. Um, Bloodshot that just came out. Wouldn't have known it was a comic book character. Yeah. If uh, What about Hellboy? Would you say if you had never heard about Hellboy, you wouldn't have known it was a comic? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, I, Zombie. That's another comic. That's a, TV, that a... that's a TV show. That's a comic. Well, if we're going to go into TV shows, then The Walking Dead is like well, yeah. the number one the boys. show that I never would have knew was based on a comic book if I didn't walk into a books a million one day and see The Walking Dead and I was like, Oh, here's a comic based off The Walking Dead <laughs> <laughs> But Anyway. Yeah, so uh so the world's like desert now or whatever. It's like and, it's a uh, or, near near far future. What, what did future. he say? He said it was Boston to New York, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's a like um And it's desert, you know, so anyhow. I know you've read the comics. Uh yeah. do you know how it became that way? Because... To me, it's, it just is Not really. in the movie. Because the comics, <laughs> the comics, like, when the comics started, it wasn't really, like, they were just, they were all just kind of one-offs. Not, to, not like, one-offs, but they were all just kind of, like, um, mini-series within, you know, all covering the character of Judge Dredd. It was never, like, like a long run of the same arc or anything like that. Okay. So... Basically, all I know is there's the Cursed Earth, which is the everywhere outside Mega City 1. We're supposed to believe it's the entire world outside of Mega City 1. And then there's Mega City 1, which is supposed to be like the high society or whatever. Well, that's like what's left of America? Or is there other Mega Cities around the... Yes, there are actually. I'm pretty sure... Hold on, let me look it up. I mean, it is Mega City 1. I would assume that you don't just call it that. Yes, there are other mega cities. Yeah, yeah. So I just looked that up. There are other mega cities. So are there Judge Dredd equivalents in these other cities? That I don't know. 
That's a good question. Good question. <laughs> we need to get a soundboard, bro. Yeah. For like shit like that. <laughs> but anyway. So yeah, Judge Dredd what's he part of? He's the judge. The, what do they call uh, the Hall of Justice. Yeah, so the Hall of Justice, you know, they uh the policing force in a city of eight hundred million people, right? Yeah, I think that. I mean, that's what they said. It's eight hundred million, which is, and they were like, they only they can only respond to like six percent rape, <laughs> kidnapping, and we can only respond to six percent. Jesus. Well, considering a city of eight hundred million people, six percent is a lot. Like, he was like, no, because they that no, they put out a number. There are like seventeen violent crimes every minute. And like seventeen thousand a day, and we can only respond to six of them, six percent. So is that six so percent of the seventeen or the six percent of the seventeen thousand? Yeah. Oh. So if we do six percent of seventeen thousand, that's a thousand. That's actually not that good. A thousand twenty crimes a day they can respond to, which, when I say it out loud. It's not very high. Jesus. Well, so anyway, they decide... Well, but Judge Dredd is the most, you know... He's the notable... The most infamous, or not infamous, I guess. Well-known. The most well-known street judge. They're called Street Judge. In all of Mega City 1. Yeah, very by the books, you know, doesn't know... No time to play around, you know, if you have committed a crime and you're... Punishment is death. The sentence is death. You will die. <laughs> Sometimes very painfully, as we saw in the opening... Uh, like the first guy he the killed. The first guy who he shot an incendiary into his mouth and literally popped his brain, his head like a out, out of the back of his head. Yeah. Oh, very bloody movie. <laughs> if, <laughs> if, 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 if you haven't gathered that from what we've just described, <laughs> this movie is rated R. For they, very good reason, and they take full advantage of that. They take absolute total. Advantage you know, uh, of that. Uh, later on, you know, Judge Dredd commits a war crime. You know, whether or not that <laughs> is a war crime he anymore, commits, <laughs> he commits numerous war crimes throughout the course of the film. Uh, all in defense of the law. All in defense of the law. So the judges are supposed to be like the law. They're like, I mean, judge, jury, and executioner, but on the spot, right? So, they can, like, if you've, if you just killed somebody, they can shoot you in the head and it'll be all right. Because I guess And then they tell someone to pick your body up. (laughs) Because I guess in this future, I don't know, the police budget didn't scale or something and we're left with, like, like, there's pretty clearly zero, like, courts and lawmakers it seems you know it seems like the police are the governing body now they brought the right to a speedy trial to a new meaning (laughs) that's a speedy trial right there oh yeah you've committed arson the sentence is death well like that one guy there was a you know in the beginning whenever they're walking into um the peach trees the homeless guy yeah, the homeless guy. At, Don't be at, here when we get back. At Peach Trees, he um, he tells him to, <laughs> he tells him he's about to spend like a few weeks in the ISO cube or the jail. Well, no, just he for asked, being he there. He asked Anderson. He's like, 
rookie, what's the sentence for homelessness? <laughs> Six weeks in the ISO cube, sir. Don't be here when we get back. Because, like, they didn't have... Obviously, they don't have time to fucking put homeless dudes away. And probably not enough well, space. Well, it sounds like they do have time to put them away. Well... But he was giving him problem, a chance. That problem took care of itself later on down the line, but... Yeah. Anyway, two main characters, Judge Dredd and Judge... Anderson. Anderson. The reason Which I hesitated, a... because I don't know if we could call her Judge yet. Well, but she's a mutant. Judge Anderson. Before... She's a... Uh, she grew up on the outskirts of Mega City 1. Oh, she grew up in peach trees. No, she she didn't say she grew up in Peachtree. But she, she said, knew that lady. She said she grew up in a block just like it. How'd she know that one lady? Remember? Which one? What are you talking about? She killed the guy's husband, remember? And then she went into that room? Because she's a psychic, bro. Oh. She, like, touched her and, like, Oh, G- Jesus. Yeah. Again, we'll that talk about happened. that later because... That is what happened. Anyway, Judge Anderson is a new recruit, uh, first day on the job. And uh, let me tell you, it's a hell of a first day. <laughs> What was it called? Um, out of the frying pan or something. <laughs> she was thrown immediately to the wolves. Oh yeah, trial by fire. Trial by fire. So, in a not very well uh, explained maneuver, uh, some gang that we're supposed to care about. Throws three rival gang members. Well, yeah, that's the Mama Clan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do care about them because well, I mean, we do later on, but at the beginning, I mean, that was kind of confusing to me. Like, I was like, "Who are these people?" Okay. So this is just my thoughts from like when it happened. They throw these three rival gang members off the. uh, Well, they skin them first. They skin them and then they throw them off the top again. Rated R. not a not a family not a family flick people probably wouldn't watch this with your uh four year old or uh at the family reunion anyways they skin them and they throw them two hundred stories two hundred stories to the ground after giving them this the uh slow mo drug that we were talking about earlier yeah that is it comes out of the peach trees uh that's the only place they make it. block or the whatever you call it yeah it's a block yeah um and again it makes makes the body feel as if time would they say is moving one percent normal pace so falling 200 stories at one percent normal pace with no skin <laughs> must have been nice with no skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so everything is prolonged pain you know emotions i guess wouldn't you take that if you wanted to like react quickly to something? Didn't they do that? No, no. They had just taken it and then Judge Dredd busts in and they're like, Oh, <laughs> shit. oh yeah. And he shot a bunch of faces in that they scene. They kicked some ass with the, uh, the main service weapon, pistol. <laughs> the main weapon is called, uh, get this, the main weapon is called the Lawbringer. Or lawgiver, something like that. You're joking. No. <laughs> it's uh biometrically biometrically, excuse me, uh identified to the particular judge. Yeah, and, it, and which will be important later. Yeah, and it comes with um, um it's an all in one kind of pistol, you know? I need me one of those too. 
It's got a suppressor if you want it. Yeah. Uh, what? What? Let's see. He shot um, suppressor, incendiary, incendiary, like regular armor piercing, explosives, explosive. That's all I can remember, but still, that's yeah. I mean, it's they have a lot of different. That's stuff. a lot. <laughs> um, <clears throat> they have gas grenades, stun grenades. Yeah, basically all manner of policing equipment. So, you know, I would say that they have definitely militarized their police in Mega City 1. <laughs> that cannot be disputed. But... You don't see any military at all, you know? Like, there's no... Well, maybe there is a military, like, rolling around patrolling the cursed earth. Or maybe they saved their, uh, their actual military for... For what? What could possibly be happening in this, you know... That could make it worse. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Anyway, the three homies get thrown to the bottom of uh, Peach Tree's block. Every and, time uh, I hear that, I just can't help but thinking about Peach Tree Corners like around Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, dude. Every time I was like, oh, they're in uh, <laughs> they're, they're up the road. <laughs> Atlanta stand. <laughs> so they, um, so it's supposed to be an easy job for Judge Dredd and uh, the rookie Anderson, right? So well, but up. but it was a triple murder, triple you know. Homicide. So like, how's that an easy job to begin with? I mean, that's probably like run of the mill up there. And well, unfortunately. <laughs> so anyway, they get there, and um, it's a whole whole scene. You know, all these people are crowded around the uh, the fallen homies. Uh, rest in peace. Um, and then all of a sudden, uh, Maw Maw, which let's go ahead and talk about the name Maw Maw. Yeah, yeah. Her name was her name because I think it's because her both of her names, like her first and yeah, last well, name, started with uh, yeah, M A. It was like her Madeline, last name was Madrigal. No, Mandrill or something like that. It was like Madeline Mandrill. It was magical, I promise. Bro. I swear to God. You're wrong. Sw- no, I'm not. Dude. I'm sorry, but you're dude, wrong. Dude, I swear to God, it was magical. Give me give me a moment to look this up for you so that I can prove Anyway, because both of her names start with M-A-M-A, she's a Maw Maw, which, not a great villain name, um, not quite what I would have went with, because it's just frankly not a good villain name oh here you go sorry to cut into you but it's madeline mandrill like what i said we're cutting it out so no matter i'm cutting that part out dude (laughs) but anyway continue. no one will well it is an accurate opinions so continue we're already living up to our name anyways mama shitty name for a villain Frankly, shitty name for any character that's not a mother of some kind. But you know, she was a whore back in her uh, prime. Back in the, uh, back in the day. Yeah. I say. Yeah. Uh, back in her whoring days is verbatim. And, what and that, is, <laughs> that is an actual quote from the movie. Um, <clears throat> the writing of the movie is honestly a little cheesy. It is. It um, is, like, but it's just, it's fun. It's a it's, fun. Movie. It's a fun kind of cheesy, you know. Especially it's when, comic book cheesy is what it is. Well, yeah, yeah, you're right. Especially with all the, um, you know, 
like gore and absolute brutality that is yeah mega city one that's though the writing kind of takes the back seat to the to the world you know yeah to the world and to the action which is really i guess just like in the actual comic world how it's supposed to be so in that i mean in that respect i guess i'm not too tired too entirely disappointed about that but overall i mean i love the movie so the writing just i don't know the writing just kind of i'm not going to say could have been better because it was what it was supposed to be you know yeah and they did a really good job you know i mean well we looked it up with uh yesterday and it was made on 45 million dollars 45 million dollar budget that is this peanuts impressive (laughs) that's peanuts literally shoestring budget (laughs) and they 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 made it work bro yeah they used every bit of it like the the effects were good um you know mega city one doesn't look too horribly fake i mean well you think about movies like uh elysium that came out a year later obviously um not gonna get too much into that movie but it's another like sci-fi dystopian type of you seen it yeah yeah so yeah sci-fi dystopia well all that guy's movies that made yeah elysium are like that but i can't wait to talk about those by the way because that's one of my favorite directors yeah but anyway tangent (laughs) anyway that movie was like like way 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 more um it had way higher of a budget well and comparatively i mean i would i would put dread and elysium on the same um well i don't know i don't know I but mean, what, not, what is this this is a style versus substance thing at this point right yeah and yeah dread definitely is more style because when you really break it down the cops go into this city block and they just start murking dudes. and they get locked in and they have to escape that's it that's like, really it that's the movie <laughs> and that's why well, they, and that's probably why they could have made it so cheap because there was like only well, one because, there was yeah, one I set mean, you know there, yeah yeah <laughs> because it's 200 levels that are exactly the same exactly so they probably so, just made it once you know and then cgi'd the rest of the what stories. i'm saying is dude they did everything they possibly could with what they had and it turned out magnificent yeah which is why i'm so surprised that this movie did not do very well at all yeah but i mean again with what you were saying earlier with the whole i introduced you to this character and you never heard of it yeah but now you love it you know i'm sure back then you know 2012 what, what, like what nobody, came out in 2012, you know? What, what are some um, big movies that came well, out in 2012? When we were watching it, we saw trailers for... Uh, the Expendables 2. The Expendables 2. <laughs> Alex Cross, which... Okay. That'll probably be a meme review one day. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't think... I don't think... Well, Avengers, the, movie, the, movie. the Avengers. Okay, there you go. So that's There you go. That totally took the um, spotlight. Yeah, definitely. That's a big Marvel comic Especially book Especially in terms of comic book characters. I mean, yeah. Uh, and that was a team-up, you know? That was like the first team-up, really. The Dark Knight Rises? Was that 2012 or 2013? I think so, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was... I think so. I'm pretty sure that was 12, yeah. So, you have this... Anyway. 
I won't say he's an unknown character, but relatively unknown. Relatively unknown. Compared to Batman and the Avengers. Captain America and all yeah, them. Yeah. So that's probably why it didn't do so, you so think hot. It's, so you think it's kind of wrong place, wrong time? It could time be that, and it could also be because of um, Sylvester Stallone's Judge Dredd from like the <laughs> 90s or whenever that came out. Which did a lot worse than uh, from, Dredd. I, I'd have to look it up, but probably. But it's kind of like Tron Legacy. Tron Legacy is like a crazy cult classic now. Yeah, and so I, is Dread. Oh yeah. B- well, because of the well, absolute insanity of the the movie. But having read the comics, would you have said that this was a good adaptation? That it followed it pretty pretty well. Well, see, the character of Judge Dread has changed so much throughout like from so there's a there's a there's a judge dread series running right now called judge dread false witness compared to judge dread false witness it's like spot on but compared to the old 2000 ad judge dread it's not even close like straight up is not even close Okay. But the thing is, since Judge Dredd as a character has evolved so much over the years of being written, because I think he became a character in like the seventies or eighties. Yeah, I mean So yeah, he's a super old comic book character. Yeah, and again, you the only Judge Dredd that I've ever read was uh <laughs> Aliens versus Predators <laughs> versus Judge Dredd. So that was really fun, you know. <laughs> Some of the best, some of the best sci-fi characters. Some of the best sci-fi. Uh, some of the biggest names in sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. Period. Yeah. And then there's Judge Dredd, just kind of. Hey, I'm here too. Yeah. Which is kind of sad, but at the same time, um, I feel like this movie could have brought brought like awareness to Dread to Judge Dredd, had it came out. At a different time, because when you yeah, have yeah. when you have when you have your movie battling battling it out with these fucking crazy hundreds of millions of dollar budget movies that literally create franchises that last for decades. Well, did um did those other movies come out uh around the same month or so? Because uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure Avengers was a summer. Uh, was a summer thing and i'm pretty sure dark knight rises was too i mean i can look it up it's uh because i saw that this one came out september of that year so yeah so the dark knight rises is july 20th yeah there you go and avengers is september 4th no oh. no no that's oh that's uh that's that's end game sorry oh or no that's the new video game that just came out Let me put 2012 in here. May 4th. So you have... So he wasn't really competing against these other ones. Avengers, May 4th. Dark Knight Rises, July. Yeah, and, and, and then September. Dread in September. So he wasn't, he, he wasn't necessarily competing with them, but still... But September is in that kind of weird time of the year where everybody's kind of winding down from the big summer movie season and oh, yeah. everybody's getting ready for the big holiday movie yeah, so season. Se- September would be at the end of the third quarter, right? 
I think that's how it works, yeah. Yeah. But, so you had those huge movies like Avengers and Dark Knight Rises and then Dread with a $45 million budget. <laughs> you know? So, not exactly, um, not exactly, it's not even on the same level that it could compete with those uh, franchises. Because those were all like highly anticipated franchises. Like, do you remember yeah. seeing the Avengers in theaters? Oh yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, and you and now there's Avengers mixed with Guardians of the Galaxy mixed yeah, it's, with it's Thor. Crazy, and man. How are they going to top that? Anyway, but anyway. So Anderson, Judge Anderson's big power, because she's a mutant, because she grew up on the outskirts of the city, close to the cursed Earth, is that she's a psychic. And with these psychic powers, she's able to magically figure out any information she could want to know from any person. Without them saying. Without them saying yeah. it or doing anything. Or wanting her to know. But the catch is, they can think about whatever they want to kind of force her to uh, see what they're thinking about. But that doesn't face her, remember? Yeah, exactly. Like, it is just, exactly. like that was just something that just didn't matter, yeah. you know? Yeah. So Anderson has these powers... She can see, she can automatically just touch somebody and see, you know, whatever they're thinking or whatever information she needs that's like in the back of their head. And you know what that reminds me of? What? Ray from The Force Awakens. Just instantly knowing the Force because she read Kylo Ren's mind. It's the same concept. That's what happened? Yeah. You see, I completely have blocked that movie out of my mind. <laughs> yeah, which is probably, you know. For the better. Probably for the best. But anyway... So Ray, I mean Anderson, uh, can basically see whatever she wants, and it kind of gives, it kind of makes it to where they don't have to really work for anything, and it kind of makes things yeah. anticlimactic in that respect. Yeah, because she just, like for example, I don't want to get too far off track here, but when she reads the guy's mind and gets the code mm -hmm. just immediately. You know, she didn't have to do anything. And then Dred's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wish you would have done that explain, earlier. You want to explain that one, rookie? <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, let's get back on the plot here, dude. So what happens is, they're inside of peach the peach trees block, where they manufacture this uh, slow-mo, which is really not that interesting of a plot device, but... Whatever. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really add to anything, you know. Yeah, it it, it doesn't. Really, you could just take it or leave it. Yeah. But like... anyway. <laughs> but anyway, they uh they get locked in because the Mama clan, for some reason... Oh, it's because they were taking Kay to get interrogated. And Kay would have gave up all the, all the Mama clan information had he made it. Yeah. Had he had he been interrogated. So they closed the entire building down because apparently which, which, there's some there's like some war lockdown system. Yeah. That just locks down the entire building. I just kinda thought that was more for like, you know, sun flares or whatever the hell's happening to Earth right now. Because it's pretty hefty steel or Yeah, dude. It's like yeah. legit blast doors. Yeah. That cover the entire length of a 200 story building which is odd 
Anyway, they're locked in. Mama well, wants you got to save the populace, you know. I'm and just... Mama says, "Everybody, go outside. It's basically the purge. Kill the judges. I don't care how you do it. Bring them to me." Boom. You, you know when that happened, I just <laughs> and they showed the outside like on the street, and I was like, "Wow, you know." Guess those people aren't going to sleep in the bed tonight, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Imagine if you like were at the grocery store or something, and like you just come up and the building's just locked down, and you're just like, oh, "Huh? Okay." I hope my baby knows how to fend for itself. <laughs> yeah, I guess my dog's gonna die. Yeah, I can't bring him the fucking food that I just bought from Walmart. Uh. So. It's really, from that point, it's really what you'd expect. The yeah, judges it's an action go movie now. The, the judges go up through the levels and uh, kill all the Mama henchmen, and then finally they reach the point where... Um, yeah, I mean, there were some cool scenes, you know, and whatnot, but like one of the things I was having trouble with was, you know, really understanding where they were in relation to the 200 stories yeah that's because true. that's true they all look the same yeah yeah and they just kind of happen upon oh we're on 70 something now I'm like okay oh we're on 39 like they they well, like no, started they on from, they went from zero or they went to, from the ground floor to, to 76 no they were like, like 39 at some point oh yeah they were because they went there to that was like the medical bay wasn't it Here's where the problems with dread start to rear their head. Yeah, you see, it's, like it's 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 because it's I I don't want to say poorly written, but I mean, there's nothing else I can say. It's 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 not written very well. Um, the the whole progression of the story is a little confusing, and as I was watching it, I kind of just felt like I was just along for the ride. To be honest with you, which you know, I was which you know, is okay. Take, take me on this journey, which is okay me, because movie. because where where it lacked in plot depth and exposition, it made up for in action, gore, and just general over the top. And watching you know one of your favorite characters do his thing, exactly. You know, exactly. It's always it's always cool seeing a character that yeah you've only read about like in action, you know outside of a a page on a on a yeah but you know there's when they're moving up you know before they even got on the elevator you know they were taking the steps <laughs> and uh you know they come across some guys on the steps and you know they just gas them out and then as they're sitting there choking they just kill all of them you know yeah. on the steps and, and that's like, another thing dude okay like, they always have something that's like super overpowered and it's like there, do, there there's no challenge until later on when the corrupt judges come and dread starts running out of ammo and he has to start getting creative on how he you know yeah but you know with him being the judge jury and executioner and then again going back up the steps with those guys he just kind of you know he just kills them you know i thought you know he didn't tell them yeah he didn't their, like their <laughs> sentence or anything <laughs> I guess that was just fueled expedient. Yeah, that was uh, just an implied, you know, uh, attempted murder of a judge. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Which I mean, the sentence is death for that, you know? The sentence so. is death for a lot of the things that 
happen in the the entirety of the movie, which is kind of crazy considering. Yeah, that. what do they do? They killed like they killed like what like thirty or forty people before they got to you know the seventieth yeah. floor. Yeah, you know they're not even halfway and up. And keep the in mind, there's two hundred. Yeah, so they're halfway there, and they've already killed like <laughs> almost a hundred people. You know. So anyhow, my, you know, K, you know, Mama's boy, you know, who could have been a much better adversarial character. Yeah, he could have done more. Because once they have him in cuffs, he doesn't say a word until he's out of cuffs again. And that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me, you know, because like if he's such an important character, you know, whenever they do go into that woman's, you know, room, you know. He doesn't call out to them guys at all. And I was like, well, yeah. why would he not give yeah. away their position yeah, and exactly. get them killed? There were know? a lot of moments like that where he just didn't do anything. Like yeah. when they threw those gas grenades. And they were like, I would I would hold your breath if I was you. Hey, they just threw gas grenades. You guys might want to be careful. <laughs> you know? That's what you do if the homies are like... These are like, imagine if you're in a gang and your your homies are coming to coming to save yeah. you and you're just like i'm just gonna i'm just gonna be here <laughs> i mean literally well anyhow the k you know he ends up getting out of his cuffs or whatever and kidnapping anderson along the way and um when he gets back to mama the only reason she doesn't kill him is because she says she lost too many guys and i had a problem with that <laughs> That's definitely, like, okay, so I guess we're led to believe that in the beginning that Kay is supposed to be some kind of, like, high-ranking member of this yeah. organization. Yeah. And then he gets captured, obviously, and then he comes back and she's like, yeah, I'm not going to kill you because the only reason is because we lost too many. Well, no, the only reason should be because he's a decently high-ranking yeah, member. Yeah, and of someone the... you need, you know? Exactly, exactly, because obviously if he has information that could do very bad things to the clan, such that you would lock down an entire block just to kill two street judges that came and grabbed him, you know? Yeah, it kind of seems like the movie forgot what the movie wanted <laughs> it kind of did which is but again it's one of those things that you can look past it because the 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 choreography the fights the uh and again the the action is just so well done that it kind of masks it you know yeah you know i mean definitely you could definitely like turn your brain off you know with well, yeah, the I mean, I think scenes, you know. I think that's kind of what the I think that's kind of what you're expected to do so. because of just how they're set up. And then, okay, and now we're they just killed a bunch of dudes. Now we're magically on the seventy sixth floor. How'd that happen? Yeah. Oh, here come some more dudes. They're about to. Oh, they're killed. They killed the. They killed them again. Well, but that when they got up to that that floor, wasn't that where they pulled out those machine guns and just wasted a whole yeah. a whole yeah. <laughs> Chapter two of the review, Ma Ma is a terrible villain. <laughs> yeah, and a terrible um 
leader of yeah (laughs) okay i won't say she's a terrible villain she's kind of a not that she's a terrible villain is that she's a terribly written villain and again we cycle back and forth to the yeah poor writing well they try to set up a background you know where she like what she do she like bites her pimp's dick off or something she's supposed to be like an anti-hero with the way her backstory is set up i think she's supposed to be like an anti-hero and then judge dread is kind of supposed to be like like it should be it should put some conviction in the audience that he's trying to go after this girl who was you know a prostitute because that's all she could do and then became this badass gang leader and yeah and con- and ended up not just controlling her portion of the 200 floors but taking the over the entire building oh, taking over all the other gangs yeah. like and it's a it's somewhat of of a blink and you miss it kind of scene where you know that guys talking about you know the gangs called dragon face or whatever and the judged and they have they have like judge judge masks, masks tattooed on their face and um i don't know it's just and then it seemed like they could have made a movie just about her, you know. And yeah, yeah, you're right. Like I think there was a, there's enough there, or there should have been a little more there. And then just when we're supposed to be, like, oh, we can kind of relate to this villain. She literally murders an entire level of the building. For nothing. For absolutely nothing, and unscathes either of the judges, like neither of them have so much as a scratch on them yeah which i don't know dude it's just again bad writing because the villain is doing like the people are supposed to be working for her the people of the block are supposed to be like allegiant to her but if she does stuff like this how are they supposed to be (laughs) allegiant to her you know because they're super scared exactly man and it's it's kind of like the characters the the characters are just flip flopping between different you know different ideologies based on what based on when yeah and like right you like are. right before she gets all her people to like open fire on the other side of the floor you know um, there's just like a little kid looking at the machine guns and the dad comes and grabs him and then in the crossfire you know because. This is like, you know, I love this in Hollywood movies where they the bullets actually do what bullets would do in real life, you know, yeah. and they go through things. They tear stuff you know? up, yeah. But anyhow, um, they're just destroying this whole floor and anyone that's in their rooms, not like laying down, gets killed. But like, again, that little boy, you know, his dad like grabs him. Both of his parents get shot up and then he's like crawling out of his room house afterwards and i was like what what i'm confused right now movie the movie has a lot of parts (laughs) like that where you're supposed to like hate her yeah you know but when she's introduced you're supposed to be like oh i can relate to that because you can relate to being well no what i'm saying is you can you can understand her uh her motive and then shit like that happens where she just massacres little children yeah and it's just 
you know, prideful, prideful leader. <laughs> it's just that type of back and forth. So, you know, yeah, they get out of that, you know, the three machine They get guns, out of that with, you know, nothing. Magical Hollywood, you know. Well, they, oh, powers. okay, you know, I guess it does kind of serve a purpose because, um, it cracks the outside. Oh you know? yeah, so they can get into the and they're and they they're, can get into the uh, and their comms were not working because yeah. of the blast yeah. doors. Yeah. Um. And they get outside. But then they go right back in. <laughs> but they get outside to the skate park, which is the only one on the outside of the building. <laughs> they somehow, by chance, ended up on the only balcony platform. That exists on the entire building. Yeah. Come on, dude. That's just... Again, just bad writing. Well, that's because the, the plot willed it. Yeah. Hollywood magic. But... So they call the homies, right? From the Justice Hall. Or mm-hmm. whatever. And, uh... They, they get there. But they're so worthless that they just get stuck at the door. The uh, the blast door because apparently the blast door can just be opened, um, at will. Because the guy working the technology in the building with an IQ of a burrito. Oh, we haven't even talked about the hacker yet. Yeah. Because again, it's one of those things. It's just inconsequential. Like, it could have happened a different way. Yeah. And it it would have been the same movie, you know. Like, like, Mama might as well have just pressed a button. And the entire building shuts down. Like, there was no need for that hacker to exist. Yeah. There's no need for a lot of the characters in this movie to exist. Case in point, the paramedic. Who is just immediately shot by the corrupt judges as soon as they get there. He has like ten lines in the entire movie. <laughs> basically serves, basically just serves as, you know. Meat bag. An eyepiece for the audience to look through. Meat bag number three. Exactly. To just see what's going on. He like, when the judges get there, he tells them what's up. And then he goes in his little medic office and locks it up. And then when it starts going down, he won't let them in. And yeah, they get mad. I, yeah. And, but then when the other judges come, he's all coming out to greet him and everything. And then he gets domed. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even put that together. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Like, he he totally just, says screw you, just dread. He literally does. And then when the other judges get there, he's just all friendly. Yeah. And then he gets shot. And I'm like, that's not this is this the same character or is this somebody else? You know? Anyway, the corrupt judges come. It was a little more challenging for Judge Dredd and Anderson to defeat them, but not really, really Anderson though. Yeah. <laughs> but the, whenever he first sees the first judge, you know, and they're like on that platform or whatever and he's talking and he figures it out cuz he doesn't ask about another judge and I was like why I, I why wouldn't why wouldn't you have figured it out because of Well, I guess he could have thought that those were the other ones that they had called earlier. Yeah. But still, I was like Whatever he did to figure it out didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me, you know? Like a lot of the movie didn't really make a whole lot of sense. But, you know, he 
broke his uh broke his uh esophagus his, uh, adam's apple and yeah. that was dope like you know the glory kills from doom yeah that's a lot of what this movie is oh yeah like he just punches this guy no, he, he, no he sticks the he sticks the the pistol grip into his throat oh yeah he, he pistol, he whips, pistol yeah. whips the guy yeah and his throat caves in and it's like his throat is like visibly inverted yeah <laughs> and then he dies and that was really awesome and that's the type of moments in this movie that you live for because you go from yeah it doesn't pull any really, punches <laughs> you go from not really understanding any like if this movie was PG-13 we'd be having a totally different discussion about it yeah it would be it would probably be one of the worst the, movies the, we've ever the seen the corrupt judge probably would have talked it out with him exactly <laughs> if it was PG-13 this would be this would be so different of a conversation Anyways, so they get rid of the they get rid of the judges, the uh, corrupt well, judges. Yeah, and they they come because and... Mama give, wants to give them a million credits, or they want a million credits from Mama for killing Judge Dredd. Well, know? that part I can kind of understand because the the henchmen or whatever the the street gang members are not really cutting it at all. Yeah, like they're just getting tossed away, Cannon and so they fodder. call in. They call in the backup, which is the corrupt judges. But then, it's not even really that hard for them to yeah. kill them. And and but it's not even set up that she has people on the inside of the hall of justice either. You know, she just yeah, says not. we're going it's to really call nine one one, and then does she roll the dice to get some <laughs> to get some corrupt judges? Like what what was happening yeah, right there? You know, really not, <laughs> this is not very well explained. Um. It just, you know, I don't know. I love the movie, but there's just so many plot holes and it's kind of like whenever Anderson meets her corrupt judge, which happens to also be female, which was okay. by chance or I don't know, definitely not by chance. But anyhow, the corrupt female judge was telling Mama, you know, she's gonna hesitate. And she's gonna I... hesitate, and, and then I'm gonna kill her. <laughs> And then but, when it but, comes to but you know there, all this takes place over like a day, right? And this is her first yeah. like this was, yeah. this is her first day her on first the job. First day on the job, and she she killed someone before, but she hesitated on the first one, you know. So she got so used to killing and being a judge by you know no, three hours later was, or whatever. What like, happened was she used her magical powers to instantly sense that the judge was corrupt. Yeah, I know. I know that's what she did, but it's like it's kind of like Fury to me because Fury happened over a day. You know the tank movie. Yeah, yeah. And I, I had problems with, um. They nicknamed him the Machine at the end. I forget what his name was, but how he just John Bernthal's character. No, the young boy. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 the the assistant gunner or whatever. Yeah, the new guy. Yeah, like, and I had problems with that one where he became a where he just became like a hardened yeah veteran over yeah the like one day period yeah and i had yeah. that same issue with anderson in this movie you know because yeah it's, like it's it just true it was a quick turnaround you know and obviously she wasn't a pretty hardcore first experience but well at all because it so they they show 
like you said, her hesitating to kill that guy. You know? So obviously, like, that's what we're supposed to see her as, you know? We're supposed to see her as the rookie who yeah. doesn't know what she's doing and, like, is is always going to have that hesitation. And second guess herself. And then if it, it almost feels like the next scene, you know, she just gives that well, stick up. Yeah, it's, it's like right after she gets kidnapped, you know, she's no longer whoever, you know, and she's yeah. a new Anderson. Yeah, exactly. And that's like most of the characters in the movie, except for one. <laughs> I think I know. <laughs> except for one, she goes through, she, a lot of the characters have arcs. They have defined arcs, but they just happen too quickly. Well, it is only like an hour and a half or however long yeah. the movie is. It was, you know? it was a relatively short movie. And, um, um, but anyway, they get they kill the judges, and then they immediately go to the two hundred floor. Go to the two hundred <laughs> floor straight up to where Mama is at, and the laboratory for the drugs. And this is where some of my biggest problems with the movie exist. Right. Okay. So they get there. And they walk out into, like, the boss room or whatever, you know? How, in, like, in a video game, you walk into a room and you know it's, like, the boss room, even though the boss is not there yet. And mm-hmm. then he, like, comes crashing down, and <laughs> then it's the boss fight. So they walk into the boss room. And Mama is standing there. She's just attached this thing that's connected to her heart rate that will explode the building. Well, the top 50 floors. The top 50 floors, which will, in theory, take down the rest of the building. Jesus, that's... That'll destroy not just that block, though, you know? That, yeah. That's a lot of explosives. It's going to send debris all around. <laughs> but this thing, it senses her heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And if her heart stops, it explodes the top 50 floors of the building. With the judges and everybody in With there. With the judges and everyone else in there. And she already doesn't care about killing the populace because well, she did it before. Yeah. That's been established. So, I'm not exactly sure what she wanted yeah. the judge to do. She didn't really have any bargaining chip, you know. At all, really. It was just like, if I die, the building will explode. Alright, then I'm just going to arrest you and you won't die. <laughs> there was no method there was no other method of triggering the explosives other than her heart stopping <laughs> like but then like what but then just dread gambles it too and he's like what, exactly. do, you, what do you think the range exactly. is <laughs> and judge dread is like I'm going to kill you then. Like, time for, you know, I haven't had enough glory kills, you know. I have to have one more before my movie's over. Throws her so off. Throws, in throws most, her. <laughs> in the most anticlimactic final encounter I've ever seen. Like, shoots her in the belly and then... <laughs> he shoots her one time, grabs her, slams her out a window, gives her the slow-mo, kind of how they did to the guys uh-huh. in the beginning. Yep. Which I guess is supposed to be some kind of call. Oh, she got her comeuppance. <laughs> and then throws her out of the window, 
And we're supposed to. And you watch to... her face slowly crack into the that concrete. That was a cool shot. You know, that was a cool shot when she slammed in the concrete slow motion. Yeah, that was a cool shot. But and then we're expected to believe that this twenty twenty one hundreds technology or whatever year it is is not capable of reaching through the clear area in the center of the block all the way back up to the detonator on the 200th floor. What do you think the range is well, on that thing? But maybe maybe it hit the ground with too much force and it destroyed it. Who knows? Who but, knows? you know, I'm giving the movie the benefit of the doubt. We've I feel like we've given the movie a lot of credit so far. Maybe and, a million credits? <laughs> And talking, I mean, talking about it honestly has just kind of, I don't know how I feel about talking oh, it, about the movie. because It hasn't ruined it to me. I'll watch it I again. Mean, I, yeah, so that's that's the plot. That's it. Like, And then they walk, whoop, then, whoop, whoop. They walk out, you know, like, they don't, no one presses a button, you know. The blast doors just open back up after she dies, so whatever. Oh, yeah, they somehow <laughs> figure out how to open them and they're just open magically. So. Anyhow, they're walking out. All the judges are, you know, coming to peach trees, and the captain or the, the, the black lady, judge. yeah, the, the head, head the head judge, she comes up to him, you know, and some of the stipulations given to Anderson, you know, by Judge Dredd, you know, because it was her first day. It was her assessment. Yeah. She couldn't lose her weapon. She couldn't do this. She couldn't do that. Well, her weapon blew, blew up, you know, when, so she lost when, it. So when Kay tried to shoot her with her own weapon, like we said earlier, they're bio, biometrically yeah. verified. And when it failed that, like it just exploded. Yeah. Only you hurting have, him, though. Did you have an iPhone with the with the fingerprint sensor? I did. How often did that shit not work? Whenever you press it, oh, and worked. it's like finger not recognized. Try again. Oh, mine worked. Imagine if it exploded every time that happened. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so the biometric check fails. It explodes K's arm, and he dies after being shot by a different weapon. She picks up a different weapon. I just remember that. No, she like kicks him in the face and breaks his neck. Oh yeah, that's right. <sighs> anyway, she. Shot the other judge in the face. She shot the other judge yeah. in the face. But anyway, so, you know, she failed. And she gave her badge to Judge Dredd. And the chief of police, or head judge, it's like, well, did she, uh, did she pass or did she fail? And, you know, he looks at her as she's walking away to the ambulance. And he's like, well... Oh, She's this, a pass. The, the part where she walks away and gives him his badge, that's never resolved, by the way. It's not. That's the last time we see Anderson in the in the film. Mm -mm. Remember? Once he does that ending monologue, you see her walking through some gates with oh, a judge yeah, helmet right. in her hand. Oh, okay, yeah. But it's, but it's never like it, he runs and follows her and gives it back to her. That's just... Yeah, he just like, you know, what, like scales it to her like a frisbee or something. Hey, yeah. No. Hey, don't forget this. <laughs> but it and just it seemed kind of out of movie. character to the character of Dread, though. You know, like it to because they just, set it they set him up so by the book that, to give her the pass. Yeah, when she should have failed it. Yeah. Well, again, it's another you know glaring plot hole that 
you know. If, I don't know. Maybe that was a reshoot. <laughs> Did this movie suffer reshoots? I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I had. I don't. Judging by what we got, I don't think they had the budget for it. <laughs> they had the budget for it at all. But yeah, that's the plot of the movie. It's it's fairly uh, fairly predictable, you know. Throughout the whole thing, you can pretty much tell what's going to happen next. Yeah, you know and how it's going to end. You know, a lot of the and what. what but it's made, fun to see how it happens. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's not the it's not the destination; it's the journey. That's what they say, right? Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, that seeing seeing Judge Dredd in action, you know, outside of a comic book page, is what really made it for me. You know, it's probably just because I'm a sucker for the Judge Dredd character, because I love him so much. Um, and just seeing him in action is what, you know, mm-hmm. made it worthwhile to me. But now that we've sat down and talked about all of the all of the inconsistencies and, and shortcomings, and problems, I'm not going to say it's ruined it, but you know, definitely puts it into perspective like how I really feel about the movie Under the Hood. Well, I mean, I I Besides still the, I still love it, you know. It's, it's Okay, great. so let's let's do this. Let's do a it's, final critique. Well, the and I mean we've been saying this the whole time, the action, and the the style the over style substance is great, amazing. I loved it. Yeah, and the colors. I mean the there's the world. Yeah. The 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 vibrance, everything. Yeah, I mean if you like being you know just kind of dropped into a future, you know. Um, yeah. And seeing how these people live and what they do, I like that, you know, in a movie. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's why I like it so much. You know, again, I haven't read any of the comics, but I I don't think this would give me any, um, make the comics any worse or better, you know, in, a, in my opinion. Yeah. Having read the comics, um, being that... Throughout most of his history, Judge Dredd has been such a disjointed kind of, um, he's never, he's, he's not like Batman or Spider-Man who has these long, you know, long runs where you have so many arcs and, you know, it all affects the timeline of the character. Or villains, I guess. Yeah, Judge Dredd is always kind of, you know, he's like the, he, well, Judge Dredd used to be in a magazine. So it was like a weekly or monthly, you know, just magazine comic page. And so, I'm glad that they, they, they did the character justice. They did. They, uh, they, you know. It was a good faith recreation of modern Judge Dredd that we see now. Mm-hmm. And okay. so I mean I think that's all I think that's all it had to be. That's all it really had to be. Um maybe maybe they didn't care about the story. Maybe they didn't care about the plot. Maybe it's like Deadpool where 
it's not about the plot you know it's about the character it's about how he interacts you know on the screen rather than in a comic book and i mean i'm going to keep saying that because that's how i feel about it well i think that's about all we have for dread for the crime of being an underappreciated movie the sentence is a definite watch we've been cincinnati and jake bahama your judge jury and executioners thanks everyone for listening and we hope to see you on the next one